Hello, hello, and welcome to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we're so happy to have our awesome, awesome guest, whom we all know, but none of you do, by Steve. His name is Steve May. Before we dive into who Steve May is, what his role is, Joe is going to remind us of our show's purpose. Well, before I remind you of the show's purpose, Steve was a uh, past president of the Dinah Morningside. Wow. <laughs> I was going to do all of that when we started talking to Steve. Well, I wanted to give him a little proper introduction. Right. And, okay. and he's right. going to be talking to us today about the Afghan refugee program that Rotary was involved in. Uh, but real quick, the purpose of Searching for Service is we wanted to uh, reach out to Rotarians and non-Rotarians alike and really highlight the awesome opportunities out there for service and the great organizations and people and tell their stories. So we're really excited to tell Steve's story and learn more about the Afghan project. Welcome. Hey, it's great to be here. And I'm Steve May. And uh, it truly is exciting. Uh, I come from a legacy Rotary family. My father was a 40-plus year member of Rotary Clubs in Iowa and California. And uh, he always took on the big job. So it's great to be here. And Rotary's been in my blood. And this Afghan project uh, is another one of those chapters, notches in your belt, so to speak, on what happens to you when you get involved. Well, I was going to say, speaking of taking on big projects, it sounds like the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree in terms of like you being your father's son. Yeah. And taking Wait, on... you're an apple? <laughs> <laughs> well, my father, uh, to back up, I, uh, the story of uh, how I became president of Edina Morningside Rotary Club was uh, they called me and said, we have an emergency opening in being president. And uh, my father was a sales guy and he said, if you aren't on the road, you aren't working. So that meant I traveled for about 40 years. And so I told my dad that I wasn't going to become Rotary president. And uh, he was in his 80s. He called me up at three in the morning one day and said, you're going to take that job on. Well, he didn't mm -hmm. call me in a few days. He called me in like eight hours later and said, yeah. you're taking that job on. And then he called me at 9 o'clock in the morning and said, did you say yes? And I said, <laughs> I called him and I'm, I'm, I'm Rotary president. So he was like, good job, boy. And he hung up. But oh, my no, gosh, buddy. You know, But this has been a great project to uh, talk about the uh, Afghans and what we've done with that uh, community. And this was another one of those truly – organic projects that uh, happens in Rotary is somebody comes up with an idea and then all of a sudden it just mushrooms and everybody in Rotary picks up part of it and takes mm -hmm. it on and uh, there's so many rewarding stories from this uh, and I think a lot of people have felt that same type of reward. Yeah. Well, and it's been really incredible listening to the the opportunities that you get to share with our club in the morning, just updates on how everything has been. Um, and now we're at a point where, like, it's kind of like an ongoing update that you have, which is wonderful. So, How long have you been a Rotarian? I've been a Rotarian for uh, 19 years. 19. And so it's it's been a great journey of uh, all these different projects and actually over time you end up uh, developing really great friendships 
from all these projects and now we sit back and go, remember when we did X? Mm -hmm. And uh, then we chuckle and we went, well, we were pretty naive then. (laughs) (laughs) And you go, oh, boy, what were we thinking, you know? I mean, uh, we tried to set a uh, Guinness Book of World Record project one time on the (laughs) longest bike parade. And uh, so we had Greg LeMond was uh, our grand marshal. And so that was really interesting. But this one uh, was probably the one that combined your uh, professional skills along with what, uh, you know, just being a Rotarian and everybody jumping in because we had no idea where this was going to go. And in the age of Zoom, we just got on these Zoom calls and uh, everybody's looking at you and I go, oh, I guess I, it's my Zoom account. So I guess I'm the leader. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happened. I guess that's how that rolls. <laughs> that's how that rolls. So folks out there don't have your own Zoom account <laughs> yeah. you know, if you don't want to be the leader. Yeah. And uh, so then, you know, we took it from there and, uh, you know, it was, it was really good. So mm-hmm. – Okay, so you've been a Rotarian for 19 years, and have you always been here in Minnesota? Because I know that um, Iowa came up in conversation. So, so I, uh, I was, I'm an upper Midwestern guy. I was born in uh, Madison, okay. grew up in uh, eastern Iowa, Muscatine to be exact, and then uh, I moved up here in 1985 for my uh, career after being an Iowa State Cyclone. Go Cyclone! Yeah, there we go. And, uh, you know, so uh, that's kind of my journey. I don't stray too much off the beaten path except for those Monday through Fridays when I used to travel every week and uh, go yeah. wherever the money was. But, uh, you know, yeah, so I've been a Rotarian up here, and it was really pretty interesting. One day I'm, I mentioned my father, but uh, we're in the car together, and he's going, it's time for you to be a Rotarian. Go find a club. <laughs> and so you went and interviewed a couple clubs. And yeah. then you said, the great thing about our club is, you know, you could, the meetings start at 730 and you're done at 830. Yeah. And it gives you the opportunity to go about your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. And I think you, everybody at this table's experienced that. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. so funny. There are individuals who have expressed interest in like coming to one of our rotary meetings and every time i'm like it's at 7 30 in the morning they're like how do you get up that early like how are you up and ready and at a meeting by 7 30 in the morning i'm like perfect candidates for the noon club (laughs) (laughs) i just do (laughs) i hear the opposite from some of my friends are like oh it's perfect because the same reason it's like i'm I can get to the office still, you know, by yeah. night and get to the day. Somebody shared it. Was it, uh, I don't know if I was watching, it was in the show, but that the morning ones attract less women hmm. than men. Hmm. It, it was either at the tri conference when I was watching some mm-hmm. okay. video from it, and I was surprised, but I thought, well, you know, getting the kiddos to school. I was just going to say, the, I have my thoughts. Or on just, it. you know, we, yeah. you know, obviously it's just a better fit at noon. Yeah. And I was, I, I, didn't think there would be that dynamic. My guess is it's uh, it's getting the kids yeah. up and ready and yeah, out the door and trying to get yourself ready to. You're worried about the bus yeah. <laughs> at that time. But that was interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I took us We digress. <laughs> no, I like that. that we, it's the life of being a Rotarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You end up becoming friends over all kinds of different things. Yeah, <laughs> you know. no, but mm-hmm. we do digress. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So, so why don't you briefly – kind of intro into the project how did it get started well uh you know we're all aware of uh you know what happened when uh, the united states 
was airlifting folks out of Afghanistan. And so uh, how we got involved is there was uh, our one of our distinguished members, Tom Gump, knew people at the uh, Veterans Club and they were getting involved in helping the Afghan community get resettled in uh, in Minnesota. And this was kind of at the beginning, at the forefront. And uh, so actually how it started is Tom said we're going to have a Rotary Community Corps. And the Rotary Community Corps, the beautiful thing about that is, is we're a conduit to a lot of different organizations helping make things happen. And so we had four different clubs involved in this. We had the Bloomington and we had uh, the Noon – Edina Noon and the Eden Prairie Club all involved and we're partnering up on this and uh, as we go along, Tom said, well, you've got like 10 days to get all the paperwork filled out. It's got to be submitted by January 1. So this was like the 10th of uh, December. So, you know, all right, we got all the paperwork submitted. But we developed the Rotary Community Corps and it, it's a way for us to bridge and become more involved out in the community. And so we started that up and then uh, it was like, oh, who are we going to partner with? Well, we're going to partner with the Veterans Club. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Bloomington meeting where Bob Keller was uh, presenting. And I remember it was like the coldest day of the year, not this past year, but the year before. And uh, I'm there and he's talking about here's what we're going to do. And that was my first introduction to the Afghan community and uh, what we were going to try to accomplish in terms of helping them get resettled. But we had no roadmap on how to what we were going to do. Right. That was the thing. I remember when we were experiencing it in real time, it it was like we were making it up as we went along. Like, I mean, we were like, I don't know. We need a space. So we found a space. But uh, we... <laughs> like just to just reach out and it was literally the epitome of making it up as you went. It, it, it exactly was. And when I talked about this Zoom call, it would have 10 people who were all interested in this. And we're going, what are we going to do? What's our mission? Mm-hmm. And we had some people in our group that were true entrepreneurs and they loved that environment. And then we had other people who were involved in uh, Fortune 100 companies and they're like, we need a manual. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is no manual for this one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and people are like, I can't deal in this environment. I'm getting out. And yeah. then we had other people, this is what I really like. And uh, so we developed this uh, community core. And, you know, the key thing was is what could we really do to help these people? And that was uh, filtering that out and getting started on that quickly before we lost our momentum yeah. was really – uh, a big deal because we had a lot of people saying if we're just going to spin our wheels, Rotarians are people of action. Yep. Yes. They want to do something. If you have them show up at a meeting and they're all standing around drinking cheap coffee, that's a bad day. <laughs> yeah, They want mm-hmm. something to happen. Yeah. And so that's where we found ourselves and uh, you know it ended up working out. But that nudge by everybody to say get this structured was important. Yeah. Speaking of nudges, we're going to nudge our way into our second segment here, but it was perfect to tee up exactly what we're going to be talking about, uh, the, the Rotary Community Corps, and then obviously uh, the Afghan project specifically. So go ahead, Kelly, take us out of here. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. See you on the flip side.
Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary. Riverbend Nature Center is a free, nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota. With 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... You need to search Searching for Service. We'd love if you like, follow, and share, and give five-star reviews. And if you're listening to the show and you want to hear past shows, you can you can find past shows that, uh, that we've done as well. And, All of them. And throw it in there that it's the best hosts ever <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to just drop some uh you know fun information like kelly that. just kelly 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 <laughs> <laughs> well i do want to just actually say that speaking of past shows we we just uh hit a nice little benchmark of 30 episodes yeah that's pretty incredible ago. so yeah. i think we need to just take a moment and acknowledge that because that's Woo! Can hear clapping in the background. Really so. quick, not to hijack too much of the time. I think it's one percent of all podcasts reach twenty episodes, mm. and then one percent after that reach another twenty. I think it is, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's, it's some ridiculously small amount. So you know, that's interesting. We're already in the one yeah. percent. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because I feel like everyone and their mother is starting podcasts. Now. Starting podcasts yeah. is the key yeah, word that's to that. True. That's the consistency true. is what's key, and, 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 <laughs> and hard true. to do. You know, as we. Speaking of consistency, we do have a special guest here. And if this is your first time tuning in, we have Steve May, who is um, our former past president of Edina Morningside um, Rotary Club. And he is actually he is heading this amazing project, um, the Afghan Refugee Project. So our last sec- 
section, segment, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> whatever you call it is what we call one it. Of, <laughs> one of the two sections. The last section, we, we got to know Steve, and then we really started to dive into, like, what was the Afghan Refugee Project? How did it start? Um, so we ended with, like, the community core and how that was kind of the, the pivotal moment of getting everything started. So let's pick up our When did you that. guys get, like, the – you know, your, your your training wheels kind of came off and you were like, oh boy, okay, here we go. Well, uh, I met Bob Keller at the Bloomington meeting on January 3rd of 2022. And we started hosting meetings for the Afghan community by the end of the month. So we were having weekly Holy Zoom boy. calls <laughs> going, all right, so let's say you have 100 people show up. What are you going to do? I mean, you just can't have them all in the room, and you're dealing with complex issues yeah. like they uh, don't speak English. They have two languages, so you need to translate into Pashto and Darvi. Mm. Uh, and then what do you want to talk about? And then you need subject matter experts. Yeah. And so you're dealing with uh, – I mean it's, a lot of people put meetings on and they got six months to plan. We had like uh, 20 <laughs> – 20 days and we're trying to figure out what where we're even starting location wise what the content would be when would be a best time to meet with the Afghans is it Monday night or Friday morning or weekends so not only did you have a full-time job but and being the rotary president mm-hmm. and another full-time job basically mm-hmm. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the makeup of the refugees, was it mostly women and children, a lot of men, like what, or a little bit of everything? No, it was predominantly uh, men that were in the room. But we did, uh, as Rotarians, we were trying to do our best to be inclusive to everybody who was in the room. And so that was really kind of important to make sure that everybody was invited. But it was generally men. And, uh, you know, when we started out with the first uh, programs, big challenge was is what are their needs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, we were getting phone calls and we are not a uh, – let me clarify this up front. We don't have the resources to do this. But we were having people call us up with medical issues. We were having people that live three blocks away from a Cub store with a whole bunch of food vouchers. But didn't know how to get the cub and didn't know where it was. Mm. So they went like three days without any food. Mm. Uh, all kinds of one-off issues that we were dealing with along with trying to identify what were the core issues that we wanted to talk about. What were the core, say, three issues you guys identified as something that you guys could do something about? So we, we wanted to become – Uh, connectors with subject matter experts in four areas. One was helping them understand language skills and gain those to help them navigate around. Transportation, Mm. which was really key, and we got a great story about that. Uh, The driver's manuals are in English, and the Afghans know Pashto and Darvi, and we got a quote to translate the driver's manuals into those languages, $21,000. Wow. I mean, and 
And Rotarians, uh, you know, we if we have an extra hundred dollars, it's going into some service project. Yeah. So twenty one thousand dollars was just astronomical. Yeah. And so uh, one of the great stories is is we have a brand new Rotarian show up at a meeting, and I say it's twenty one thousand dollars to translate this. And he raises his hand. He works for a hedge fund and says, "We've got software that can translate that. Give me the manual." $21,000 goes down to one of our brand-new members at his first meeting, yeah. about three hours' worth of work, and we're like, holy smokes. That's how Rotarian-type projects yeah. end up working. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, transportation, but trying to figure out how to get them driver's license and everything, or how do you get the money for a used vehicle? And at that time, used vehicles were really expensive. Yeah. Employment. So we had employers show up. We had tiny little job fairs with organizations that were doing anything they could to get employment. And then uh, legal issues. How do they get uh, the papers to be able to stay in the country? Hmm. And by that time, there weren't very many immigration attorneys raising their hands saying they wanted to do this work. So those were the four areas that we focused on. So hopefully, Joe, that gives a little bit of a context of – where we were trying to put our our emphasis and our energy at that time. What was the biggest challenge for the the, the committee, like the group? It sounds like getting focused was was one of them. Mm-hmm. But then once you guys established your focus, what was the biggest challenge? Was that just rallying the troops, kind of getting those subject matter experts, or was it something different? Uh, I would say that Americans operate on a little different schedule than the Afghans. And so we love the, you know, their passion and the success stories that we've had, but uh, communicating was a little bit of a uh, little bit of a challenge. Yeah. Sure. And you know, because when Americans say a meeting is going to start at twelve fifteen, that's what we like to do. But we didn't realize the challenges that the Afghans had, because they maybe had eight cars to bring people to a meeting, a hundred yeah. people, and they'd have. Eight people in each car, and then so you know, like, and then extra, and so they were driving around town picking them up, and we just thought everybody had a car and could just drive in, and would have a yeah. hundred cars in the parking lot, and we started. Well, then they'd say, "Well, uh, we've got people out running routes to pick people up." It was kind of like the bus, mm-hmm. and you know, and so us all coming together. But that was one of the beautiful things about the project is learning about other cultures and how everybody works and being able to pull this together and be yeah. seamless and have success stories. That was really a, uh, a great thing. And on the flip side, we couldn't have done any of this without our friends at the Minnesota Council of Churches because they had all the connections with the Afghan community. They were marvelous. So talk a little bit more about that connection between yeah. Rotary and the um, Council of Churches mm-hmm. and how that worked out. So a once again, a member of ours was on the board at Minnesota Council of Churches, Paul Nelson. Yeah, I was just going to say. He's, at the, he's on the board and he said, call this guy. And we called Ben Whalen up and Ben <clears throat> gave us a 45-minute uh, dissertation on working with the refugee people – in on when we were on one of these Zoom calls, and uh, then we had Shaw, who knew Bob Keller, and started pulling that all together. And Shaw wasn't an employee of 
MCC at that time. But uh, having Shaw be so involved in knowing the community, and he is all about building community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is his passion, and he's wonderful at it. Uh, so he was the conduit that helped make it happen, and he knew all these people, and they'd be coming in to these events, and it was just awesome. That is absolutely incredible. <laughs> well, it was so incredible <laughs> that uh, we were asked to uh, give a presentation at the uh, peace conference for Rotary International at the International Convention, hmm. and Shaw and I and Tom Gump flew down there and was on a panel. Wow. And here's an agriculture guy on a yeah. peace conference panel. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> nobody would ever connect those dots, but that's what Rotary does for <laughs> you know? And people go, well, how'd it go? And it was incredible. We had people from around the world, Europe, asking us questions about how things worked. And I could truly walk out of there and say, we were really competent at what we had experienced in the last eight or nine months. You had no choice to. You had to yeah. make it from scratch. It's not like, again, there wasn't a manual that you could go to. <laughs> right. and like, So the competency level has to be off the charts. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just crazy how that – I mean people are asking us questions and I'm like, yeah, we, we were there. We yeah. had that problem. Here's how you address it. Yeah, this is how, this is how we succeeded. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a good way for us to tee up the next section, just talking about some of the outcomes that have come from this um, project and and then a few other things, too. Yeah, excited. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. See you on the flip side. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops, and it stops. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest, July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary.
Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the Straight River, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for a Service brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... You have to search for Searching for Service and we love five-star reviews. And that's it. (laughs) Like, follow, share. Like, follow, share. share. You can find old shows, older shows, too. 30 shows into this thing. I know. Leave a review. Well, the dynamic has changed. We've got three people now versus two. So Um, if you are tuning in for the first time, we have Steve May, who is a past president of the Edina Morningside. Um, I want to say country club, but (laughs) (laughs) Rotary Club. Um, But he also heads the Afghan Refugee Project. And uh, for our last section, we just talked about – we learned more about that. But now we want to talk about the outcomes. Like what has come of it? Because it sounds like you've got some pretty incredible stories. Well, yeah, this has been – when you're in America in uh, 2023 – and we were Rotarian, as I said earlier. Everybody wants to know, what did we get accomplished? We yeah. want to be people of action. So it's like better keep a list of everything that, that <laughs> potentially happened. But, uh, you know, I mentioned, you know, we had like a, a career fair. And we helped uh, the Afghans get exposure to what it means to get a job in the United States. And, you know, we had uh, people who uh, landed jobs pretty quickly, like at Toro, uh, Emerson, uh, we had a number of other organizations. We had one member who had an individual come up and say they were involved in horticulture. And that member said, I'm a landscape uh, architect. I could use a horticulture person. I mean, in 10 minutes, that guy yeah. was hired. That's I mean, it was, just, it was just incredible. And just a little quick side story. That individual came out of Afghanistan with his wife and his baby – and uh, they were uh, – let's just say some people wanted to uh, meet them and it wasn't going to be uh, favorable. Mm-hmm. And this individual kept all their papers underneath the baby's wet diaper and got through 14 checkpoints and got on the airplane and got out. And uh, so they're very grateful to be in the United States. And all these people are so grateful for what they've had given to them. But so people got jobs. Uh, we help people uh, find, uh, you know, get these driver's license. That is like the best ringtone. Yeah, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's great. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, folks. Uh, so we help people uh, find food. Uh, the driver's license was a really big deal. Uh, legal assistance. So we had uh, the advocates showed up and their attorneys and they could talk about here is the process to be able to uh, get into the country. And maybe the biggest thing though that we did is we had 11 meetings in 2022 
And we actually had Afghans walk into the Edina Community Center, big, huge hall, and they would spot a friend, somebody they knew from Afghanistan on the other side of the room, and they'd walk across the room and embrace. Yeah. It was like, I haven't seen you. Yeah. And you got to keep in mind, the, the environment that they came out of right. wasn't the most favorable. Yeah. Tumultuous. Yes. Tumultuous is a really good word. I can, I can, it's a like, great word. Mm-hmm. Tumultuous, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can feel the, like, just that moment, the embrace and, like, the, the emotions that I'm mm-hmm. sure you could mm-hmm. see, but that they were feeling, too. It's just heartwarming. Yeah. So it was really uh, those kind of interactions and people who are working the refugee space kept on telling me, Steve, you don't realize how important this is, what Rotary's doing to help these people develop a community. I mean, one day they celebrated uh, Afghan Independence Day. And that was a remarkable experience because we had nothing to do with the program other than we facilitated getting the room. Sure. But they played Afghan music. They had uh, people give speeches on the history of Afghanistan. I mean, for like two hours, and then they went outside and they had the Afghan flags out on the uh, soccer field and were doing cheers. I mean, so them being able to keep this connection to their country Hmm. but also embracing the opportunity that they had received in the United States was quite the – Quite the uh, it really drew on your emotions and helped you say, "All right, we're doing something that's really out of the ordinary." Hmm. You know, and that that's a great feeling, and I think a lot of Rotarians felt that. No, as you went, was you talked about eleven meetings? Did those really evolve as you went, or were the same needs kind of consistent throughout? Chad, that's a great question, and we struggled with what was the right formula for those meetings. How much of it should be somebody presenting information or how much should it be of them uh, helping lead the program? And it evolved over time where we started out a lot more structure and then over time would have one or two people present and then they would kind of take over and have some of the presentation Hmm. and and the meeting. But, you know, they would – you know, eat pizza and uh, talk amongst themselves and uh, develop community from that standpoint. And that's that was really – Yeah, the community you know, building. You know, really big, which it's kind of uh, challenging when you're a Rotarian. You don't know their language. So you're like, this is happening. Yeah. You can see it. <laughs> you can you you see can it, but feel you, it. You, you, can have, you can feel it. That's yeah. so perfect because that was literally going to be my next question was what, like, what was the, like, the unmeasurable outcome that came from that? It sounds like it's the community component. And, you know, I think we would be remiss not to, to also, you know, say they're essentially running this on their own now. Correct. We've yeah. we've kind of stepped aside, and you know we we helped get it going, and we've really just stepped aside and allowed that community to manage, evolve, and help itself. Yep, and and that's been remarkable to have that happen. Uh, in that we step back, they're reserving the room by themselves. I get a text uh, sometimes the Friday night before saying we're having a meeting. Come show up. 
and would like to see you. And uh, they are so grateful for Rotary and everything that we've done. I mean, there's 75 people and they talk about what we did and what MCC did to uh, help make that happen. And uh, now they're they're like three weeks out telling us, hey, come on by. When you're part of the family, some of these people, because we've had meetings amongst their leadership and us just trying to bridge this gap and get to this point, Joe. And that was that was the big objective was to help make them self-sufficient. And now that if we want to get to an outcome, that's the real big win is that 75 percent of the people are self-sufficient after about 18 months. That's incredible. It, it is. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you think about what would the outcome have looked like if they didn't have a resource like that? Like how much longer would it mm-hmm. have taken? And it would have – I mean nobody really knows the true answer to that, but – It would have taken imagine, longer. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> right? I can like, imagine it was – it would it be at least double the amount of time if not longer. So, you know, that's – it's incredible that you can kind of um, come in, provide these resources get them all coordinated into that particular environment, that community, and then they go they go off running. Well, it's the marker of pretty much every nonprofit work out there is they're trying to eliminate the need for their service. You know, we've had other people on here and they're like, we, we just want to never be necessary. And that, that should be the truest marker of success for this program is you're, you're not needed anymore, but you're welcomed. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really special. Well, and they still have you as a resource, mm-hmm. too. So when the need comes up for any sp- sort of specific component of what the the need is, then they can tap you and go, hey, where can we find this? How can we get access to this? Well, that's absolutely correct. And take it beyond that, we are having a lot of organizations within Minnesota and the Twin Cities Metro that – I probably get three emails a month from people saying, you were involved in the Afghan situation. How would you go handle this? Somebody contacted last week and said, we're trying to find somebody to help fix an Afghan's automobile. Any suggestions? On down the line, we're getting emails and questions or who would you talk to about this? What about that? Uh, And now, build on that, we're finding other uh, groups that are coming into Minnesota to learn about refugee services from other countries, and they're contacting us saying, "What did you do with the <laughs> Afghans?" Yeah. So it 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 really has b- developed into uh, this community core thing that we tried to do 18 months ago that has happened because now we got this network. Like yeah. one of our members is very involved in the uh, library system. Maureen Smith, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she was at every meeting, and she was at about eight of them, and nobody ever talked to her. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of kids showed up, and she had coloring books. (laughs) Boom! The coloring books (laughs) disappeared. I mean, the kids were so happy. And so she was a tremendous resource. Just the, I mean, it's it seems like such a little thing when in actuality it it turns out to be like a huge component of um, that figurative manual that you guys have created. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. Well, and it'll be fun to explore in the next segment uh, what you hope or see as the future of the Rotary Community Corps, and you know how it can serve other groups or or 
you know, it sounds like it's a lot of it has to do with being a model for what's next. So we'll talk a bit more about what we think what that next looks like and how that it can continue to succeed. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. We'll see you at the next section. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary. Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and we love... Five-star reviews. Five Five gold gold stars. stars. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find us by searching for Searching for Service. So we should be on all platforms. Tongue twister. Poor Chad. (laughs) I've tried to find a better way. (laughs) Input searching for service. (laughs) Type in. (laughs) All right. If you're tuning in for the first time, we have Steve May. He is the past president for Edina Morningside Rotary Club. But more importantly, not more importantly, subsequently, in <laughs> <laughs> indubitably, <laughs> he also ha- was head of the Afghan Refugee Project, and what an incredible project it has been. So we've we've learned about Steve. We've learned about how the Afghan Refugee Project came to fruition, um, some of the outcomes. But now we always like to end. Um, talking about with our guests what they envision for um, these specific nonprofits or projects that they have been a part of. And so um, we started talking a little bit about some of that stuff uh, during our break. So let's dive in. Well, it's great. Uh, You know, one thing with regard to this project, uh, 
you know, that is a big question of how do they end and, you know, as you're running a business or what, what part of your projects should you quit and what part – where's the energy and what are you going to put into the next mm-hmm. one? And this project was a project that just organically happened all of a sudden as – hopefully you got that point. And, uh, you know, the Afghan community is 75 percent self-sufficient now and uh, – which is tremendous after 18 months. So we have backed away from helping organize all their meetings and, uh, you know, facilitating communication with a lot of different groups. But we do have the – still have the master Afghan list. So when something needs to happen, we do get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody has a question who's helping an Afghan family, we've got resources that we get involved in and help direct them to the wherever they can, need to go. So we see, though, the Afghan community continuing to take this community-building concept and doing it more so on their own. But uh, we've learned a lot of things from this. And so obvious question is, is there a need to uh, get involved with the Ukrainian community mm-hmm. yeah. coming yeah. here? Absolutely. I mean, you know, now one thing we learned is that all the refugees are somewhat different. So yeah. they know the Ukrainian community knows English better than the Afghan community. So yeah. that's a big advantage. So they, as we've been here, have been quicker to uh, get uh, – you know, established, established mm-hmm. develop, uh, you know, ability to navigate around, uh, you know, Minnesota and into United States society. Uh, but there's a lot of them that they believe are ham- going to be coming. Also, there's a lot of resources coming from the state to help the resettlement agencies like MCC. Okay. But what happens is there's a gap You've got these resettlement agencies that are helping these individuals and then after six months, the resources diminish. Hmm. And that was the gap that happened for Rotary in the Rotary Community Corps. That's where we filled the gap is that everybody was going, where do we go now? Mm -hmm. And there's nobody there. And the the resources, those people are are in – helping people resettle, they're pretty good-hearted people, so they just don't turn them loose, but mm-hmm. they aren't getting paid, and all of a sudden, they don't have the resources. Yeah. So that's where we fit in, and I think there will be other opportunities. Uh, there is a uh, delegation coming over from uh, Poland in the, this fall, and they're like, how do we help mm-hmm. refugees? And they're like, oh, we'll go talk to the Rotarians. They've been involved in it. Yeah. So that's an example of how we will be putting on a program to help them see some resources. And there's a lot of others in Minnesota. We aren't the only ones, but that's how Rotary can help participate in this. If, you know, a listener, non-Rotarian or Rotarian would like to, you know, help, donate, or look into this, where would they go? What organization would be kind of, um, you know, a good spot to start? I think they – you know, two organizations that they could touch on, uh, and I've mentioned uh, Minnesota Council of Churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one of the refugee service organizations that they could uh, help. Your local churches all often have a family or two that they're helping support, and that takes a lot of effort 
when you get uh, a family that comes here because you might they might need rides to doctor's offices, might need rides to uh, legal services, the grocery stores, mm-hmm. everything. And then uh, find uh, Dinah Morningside Rotary Club on uh, the web and uh, look on there and uh, you'll see. Contact Steve May at. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, we're happy to uh, see what we can do to help facilitate. That's the whole idea of uh, helping Rotarians are people who are engaged in the community and we have a lot of resources that can help make things happen. What's the future of your role within mm-hmm. this That's organization? Nice. Are, do you want to continue to, you know, provide this support? I mean, it sounds like you're one of the family now, so you're, you're in. So, Well, and Joe, that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, people ask me, is this uh, your lifelong dream? And my lifelong dream is the great things that Rotary's allowed me to do. Yeah. And this fits with that continuity. I don't see in five years that we're going to be involved in it in this manner. But there'll be other projects that'll come up sure. that we're going to be uh, working on. But, you know, for the time being, uh, it is really engaging. Uh, I'll share the story. At the last Afghan meeting, I met a young man about 30 years old. In 18 months, well, he's married, and I don't know if he was married before he got here or now, but he has bought a car and bought a house. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, buying a house when you don't know the language – it's, You've got a new job, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, buying a house, knowing the language is hard enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just enamored. I wanted to see the house key. And everybody was like, what's the big deal about seeing the house key? I go, that is a symbol of courage, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, resiliency mm. that uh, the Afghan community members have. And, and it's wonderful to see what they've overcome and what they've made happen. And – Rotary's played a small part in it, and uh, I'm proud to say our club and uh, Bloomington and Eden Prairie and the. Didn't he become a U.S. citizen as well? Yeah, exactly. Holy Thanks. smokes! Yeah, I mean, and that's. <laughs> yeah, we just had to renew our passports, and that in itself is like <laughs> Jesus criminy. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Getting these, the U.S. citizenship. Yeah, again. I mean, these people are going through that whole process, and you should see the joy on their face. <clears throat> mm-hmm. When they get to stand in front of 75 of their peers and go on, I'm a citizen. Yeah. That's so cool. I in mean, such a short period yeah, of time. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. remarkable. To the, uh, part, the part that just I keep coming back to over and over again is, you know, and I really see this is where, you know, Rotary and, and this organization and it all coming together allowed the Afghans to find their community here. It, and you, like you said, every single meeting there'd be somebody else that would see it, see another person that they knew back in Afghanistan would go over and hug them. I mean, it just takes time to to reconnect with everybody because I mean, in the very beginning, you're just like, where am I? How do I get food? How do I get like where do I go? They're dropped You're- in in the middle of January. In Minnesota. <laughs> well, welcome below. to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But it's survival mode. I mean, they were they they truly were just in survival mode for the, probably those first few months, and um, to be able to have that resource right away. Whew, well, and it sounds like now that they're thriving because they're able to. They were able to have the time 
the resources, somebody brought it all together for an extended period of time so that all of those things could work itself out. And now they have an incredible opportunity to live in an incredible country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they really do value that. Uh, that opportunity, which I've mentioned several times. The other thing that is continuing to happen is there are some new Afghan families coming in all the time. So it's not like the big uh, wave that we saw early on in uh, 2021, 2022, but we have still families coming in. And so I think it's great that they get to see success Along mm-hmm. the way, and now everybody's kind of like, oh, here's how we navigate. Here's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got all of those other people that can kind of um, take their hand now and go, this is how we did it. These are the resources that we had, and and then tap into mm-hmm. you if um, there's any other needs as well. Mm-hmm. we got about a little less than one minute left. What would be your advice to anybody um, that's looking to – just get involved, you know, whether it's Rotarian, non-Rotarian, not even specific to this project. Is it just find a need or what? It, I'd know? say jump in and uh, I think be prepared that uh, you'll have a uh, new path that will go forward. And uh, I'm proud of the fact that Rotary gave me this opportunity to do it. And uh, I'll be telling this story for the rest of my life. It you might great. have to clear the path with a machete, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And a but few there's other one people there. behind you as well. Thanks, Steve, for being yeah. on. Yeah, thanks what for a great, joining us. Great guest. We were so happy to have you, and um, thank you again for joining us to share everything about the Afghan Refugee Project. I will put the link for the Minnesota Council of Churches in the description if you're looking to find them to get involved at all as well. Thank you for tuning in to Searching for Service. It's time to stop searching and start serving. Thanks for listening.